Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. Zone 607. It is episode 9 already, and I'm here with my famous panel, my co-hosts, my friends. First of all, I've got the man that puts the llama in Llamageddon, Rich. <laughs> and uh, just like Llamageddon, I cost $1 million. You sure do, <laughs> unless you're in standard def, and then you're $999,999. You might as well pay that other pe- the extra penny. Just saying. <laughs> it's, it's worth it. It's worth It'll it. It'll be in 4K. It's worth it. And also with us as always, he's the owner of 8122 Production Studios. He's our friend Ron. Hey, what's happening? All right, so not a lot of news to go over this week, so the news section is going to be a little short. Can we just open with Llamageddon? Yeah, we might as well talk about it. So I can't believe I'm actually going to be doing this on a show. (laughs) The the word Llamageddon is even coming out of my mouth more than once, let alone once at all. But yes, there is a movie that was released, I believe it was on Amazon Prime. Yes, it was on Amazon Prime. Called Llamageddon. I don't care what this movie's about. I don't want to know what it's about. Did you watch the trailer? I did not, and I'm not oh, going to. I watched the trailer. You should have watched the trailer. I don't need to. <laughs> you should. The bigger the story here isn't the movie itself. It's not that it's called Lamageddon. It's that this movie was put on Amazon Prime in beautiful high definition for one million dollars. It can be yours for the low dollars. price of one million dollars. Somebody had to pay it. You couldn't. You couldn't rent it either. You had to purchase only one million. <laughs> Actually, they took that down. So by the time I by the time I saw the article. And uh, looked it up because, of course, that's that's what yeah. I do for you people. I yeah. look things up. There was you couldn't purchase the movie anymore. They took it down, but you could watch the trailer. So I watched <laughs> the trailer, and I'm telling you, my life has changed. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to watch the it trailer. was a complete religious experience. <laughs> Llamageddon is worth every penny of that million dollars. Uh, Just want yeah. to tell you, watch the trailer. Well, no, uh, I'm gonna have to watch it too. I had no intention. Okay, so I, in all seriousness. It's worth watching because it's really cheesy. And I don't know if they really made a movie or if these guys were just super smart and like did this little spoof trailer and then like got some hype behind it and maybe then make a movie. Or I don't know. I if 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 it turns out that they're trying to do something like boost a Kickstarter go fund me, I'm I'm going to fund them. And the reason why <laughs> is it was just fun. It's like so the trailer just without going too far and I don't want to get off in the woods with it. Watch the trailer. Go on Amazon Prime. Look up Llamageddon. You can find the trailer. But basically, the trailer is like this: this person becomes a llama. <laughs> like you see, like the transformation <laughs> scene. Mind, okay. Think about like an F-rated, <laughs> G-rated, H-rated, like horrible budgeted transformation scene from uh, American Werewolf in London. You get that with a person turning into a llama, and you see their like things going. The llama shoots <laughs> lasers out of its eyes. There's a death scene in a in a hot tub. It looks like. 
Oh, amazing. Oh, man. It's it's worth watching. It's cheesy. It was shot really horribly. But I have to give props to the people who did it. I don't know who they are because they didn't put anything on there about who they well, are. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm going to put this out there right now. And this is everybody. When the price of this comes down to something acceptable, like maybe like $800,000, I'm going to purchase it. I'm going to invite everybody over to my house. And we're going to have a double feature of Llamageddon and Zombievers. Oh, dude, I would be interested in seeing this movie. If if they put it out, like, on a real, like, on a serious note, if they put it out and it's in the world for, like, 10 bucks or 5 bucks or whatever, uh, I would support them. Because I have to give them props for, that's a that's an amazing way to, <laughs> to plug your own thing. Because this movie would have gotten no press at all, ever, being an indie movie, until they put it was $1 million. And, like I said, the trailer is cool enough that it was just cheesy. And I'm just like, man, just it's cheesy enough that I want to see it. It's like a low-budget tusk. <laughs> like super low budget tusk oh. i'm like it's just the premise is just cheesy enough that i'm like man i would watch this movie all i could say is and they God have a real rich ready God for this you. real llama a real llama real llama but so, no llamas were hurt no no here's the thing like the the legs when it's like fighting people you can tell they're fake but they like took footage of a llama and you know it wasn't like you know the llama wasn't doing what they wanted to do they just like sh- probably shot a bunch of footage of a llama and like the llama would turn its head and stuff so whenever you see the llama moving or turning its head on the screen it's just the llama <laughs> moving it, it's not like huh. it's great it was like it's a little trickery of the camera i gotta be i gotta give them props man <laughs> I, I like i said transformation man into llama i don't i don't know from the trailer whether the llama got him and that turned him into a llama or if he is bit, the llama i don't know a little bit like a little movie that luke made us watch one time called hell of the living dead so you want to have your life changed <laughs> i've seen that movie twice now I don't think it can touch Llama Geddon. Yeah, I don't wish. think it can touch Llama Geddon. See don't it, know. people. Watch I don't the trailer. Know. Honestly, watch the trailer. It was kind of fun. I'll have to do so. Uh, so, a couple movie trailers hit uh, this this week that look pretty cool. First of all, couple I think, everybody's movie trailer. Well, hit yeah. This week. Well, <laughs> couple for our show purposes. Couple for though. our show though. Uh, first of all, I've never. You guys are going to kill me for saying this. I've never actually had any interest in the Godzilla movies, but. Godzilla King of the Monsters, I believe, is if I'm not mistaken. Yes, um, it looks really cool. Actually, I have interest in it's watching amazing. this. It's the first. I've said it best on the Three FN podcast. This is the first time that the American movie makers have gotten a Godzilla movie right, and that even includes the last one. I, I like the last one they yeah. did, the first Godzilla that these uh, these directors and studio did. However, they still got some things wrong. Well, yeah, like, like they didn't make Godzilla the good guy, the defender of man, like how he yeah. is in Japan. This movie, from the trailers, you can tell that they're finally making him the Defender of Man, yeah. and it looks amazing. So for the first time, I'm happy that the uh, the American studios are going to get Godzilla right. Uh, big uh, bucket of win for Rodan. Rodan. Most people didn't know who Rodan was, and he was uh, featured prominently yeah, in this was. trailer. So that that was one of the top Google searches was Rodan. So mm-hmm. out of nowhere, like third third string Godzilla character, if you will. Yeah, because he's not. I want to put him up there with Mothra and King Ghidra and Mechagodzilla. He's like the next string down. He's there with uh, you know the couple, you know the, the smog monster. <laughs> smog. Remember that they had the smog monster. That was but, horrible. Uh, who was who was the big bad in Son of Godzilla? Uh, who was it? I forget. I don't know. I think it was Llama Geddon. No, it could be the Llama. Llama Zilla. Llama Zilla. Llama Zilla. That's what we need next. Llama Zilla. To hell with Godzilla versus King Kong being the next movie. Llama Zilla versus Godzilla. I'm on it. Let's do it. I, I'm in. Let's do it. But yeah, anyways, the trailer looked amazing. Uh, I've yet to sh- see it, but I'm going to check the it shot out. Of King, the shot of King Ghidorah that you yeah, get. Like you get, you get like the full-on shot of him. 
Like the last one, it was kind of in the fog, couldn't see yeah. him too well. This one, full on shot, looks amazing. Of course, Godzilla is yeah. the same uh, as he was in the first one that they did. Uh, right on. Doesn't, great job. Just does, great job. Doesn't look like they have the singing little twins though. No. Millie, Millie Bobby Brown there is supposed to be though. I think she is. She I think the, she's the supposed to be the, the connection, connection with Mothra. Because uh, if you guys don't know the Japanese movies, and you wouldn't know because you don't, the Japanese movies, there's these uh, little mid, like not midget, they're like little tiny people, like, yeah. like fairies, if you will, that are twins, and they're Mothra's like yeah, they, visionaries, they sing, yeah, and they, they sing, sing to yeah. Mothra. Oh. It's, so, it's crazy. It's crazy. Japanese people like weird stuff, but it's great. I love yeah, it. Yeah, uh, but it just looks like Millie Bobby Brown's because she's trying to talk during while everything's happening to over the radio and radio shocks back, and then like there's a scene with Mothra and her. And it's like coming close, so I think there's some kind of connection. Yeah, she's like, talking she might, to Mothra. She might be the connection yeah. to uh, to the Mothra story. Instead of the tiny fairy yeah, yeah. Japanese little, twins. Uh, yeah. That's the best way I could explain yeah, it. Yeah. You'd have to see the movies. I, I'm a big fan of uh, Godzilla, so I could talk about this for are. days. So. And, yeah, you know, days. I, I got to catch up with them. This does have my attention. The other big movie trailer that we saw, and Rich actually tipped me off to this because I hadn't seen it. I, I wasn't paying attention at the time. Um, there's a new movie coming out that is going to be produced by James Gunn, who, of course, everybody knows from legendary Guardians of the, Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy, visionary Trump, back in the day director. trauma films. He yes. did a bunch of trauma stuff. Well, he's, he's producing amazing. a new one uh, that looks a little bit at first like a Superman knockoff in a way. It is. Um, <laughs> it's it's called Brightburn, mm-hmm. and it starts out Elizabeth Banks stars in the movie, and it looks like it's her son. Or, or not her it son, is. but they come across a boy, yeah, um, and take him in, and it really does look a it, lot it, like no, Superman. it is. It's it, a Superman origin story. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. It's basically what this movie is: is what would happen if Superman came. What we know is Superman. But instead of being a superhero and wanting to do good, his alien blood, his alien self, is naturally going to be like, man, I can enslave these people and do what I want. So it's a horror movie. It's a complete it horror terrifying. movie. It's the first superhero horror movie. I mean, I know some people would say Split, but I don't know. This one looks like this one's true horror. Yeah. Like like that last scene, and we talked about it on the other show. Yeah. The last scene where where the lady is hiding in terror inside of the walk-in cooler, and he presumably laser eyes the thing in half and then just like it's not even flying he just kind of like morphs like like teleports from the one thing right into her well, it, and it's just like it, crazy it's the speed of superman right right that. but i'm just saying it looked it yeah. looked more like a teleport oh, it, it, and it was crazy it, it's it's a jump scare in the middle of the movie and you know it's coming oh yeah and, and you you jump when you see that trailer yeah Cause, cause you're like, Cause, i knew it was coming and i yeah. still was like damn yeah but i kind of like like the gallows hood that he's wearing yeah, yeah. yeah. it looks i, I want i hope i mean i'm assuming james gunn has the ability to explain why I, I, it's written by his brother too, right? Yeah, both of his brothers. Wrote both of his brothers. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I'm sure they will explain why the hood is what it is. Right. And that's what I kind of want. Cthulhu. Uh, it's very Cthulhu. interesting looking. So it's it kind of has a Cthulian I, look. Here's, it got my attention. Here's immediately. Cthulhu and power, power armor roll initiative. Uh, yeah, pretty much. It got my attention immediately. It's uh, one that I can't wait to see come out. So I said I before it was my one. favorite uh, trailer, trailer this week. Absolutely. And that's, and that's in the same week Avengers Endgame came out. Well, yep. I mean, it was a teaser, and it was good. And don't get me wrong, no, I was, was excited. Good, but it didn't give you I any wasn't, new information. I wasn't Kevin Smith excited. Did you see that video? I put it up I, on the 3 I, he podcast. He cried. He cried like a baby. He, I made me tear up. He cried at the end of Flash 1, Flash 2. He Flash does. 2. He does. He's yeah, a very he emotional person. That's what but he does. 
it still made me tear up watching I, him cry. Like all of a sudden, man, he goes like he's so happy. He just starts crying. Like if you haven't seen it, I know we don't try to like throw it down there, but go to the Three Fat Nerds podcast uh, yeah, Facebook page, and I have the video up of his reaction. If, watch it; it actually really is heartfelt. If you want the, if you want another one, is watch his reaction to the season finale of Flash, the first season. Oh yeah, that, that was really one is good. really good. But yeah, so emotional chest. But yeah, Bright Brightburn I thought was the best trailer that came out this week. Hands and down. like I said, Godzilla. I'm, I was a huge fan of that trailer. I was a huge fan of the the, the Endgame trailer. But yeah. whew, that I just didn't. First of all, that one came out of nowhere. Like we knew that that was being produced, but that trailer just was like, bam, here I am. Yeah. And it was just like, woo! Next week we got Spider Man, Far From Home. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. I understand that's not what we do on the horror show, but. We might as well throw it out to you guys if you're Spider-Man. Well, if you're wrong, you're going to have to get out your little uh, lawyer friend. Uh, that's why you say allegedly. Yeah. In this world, you just say allegedly. That's true. In yeah. the podcast world, you'll learn that. And then yeah. you just, it's okay. Uh, the only other piece of news before I get into the next order of business here with the show, um, there was news that came out about a certain video game that we all know and love, and there's going to be a new sequel coming out, Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, I thought it was going to be Rayman. <laughs> no, no, surprisingly not. <laughs> no, that... uh, Mortal Kombat 10, I have it. It was a pretty cool game. I didn't play it a lot because I'm just kind of bored with those games, but I, 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 I enjoyed I it. I played it a lot, too. Anxious to see what they do with this. Not a lot of news came out about this, but uh, there is going to be a new personalization system where apparently there's going to be all kinds of different clothes you can customize. Ron so, and I were actually talking off air uh, before the show. It kind of reminds us a little bit of Justice, Justice too. That's what they're doing. That's they're why we were. Doing, uh, it gives you something to do. Because I, I, I put it, I, I make, this is the bet that I make. I make the bet that they're going to do pretty much the same system they did for Injustice Two, and I'm not and I'm not upset about that because I loved it. I mean, they might they keep improving on things. Yeah. If you remember, they improved from Ten to Injustice, Injustice Two improved, and I'm sure that so like you know the system where you go into the mother mother and, boxes, yeah, and then you go in and do the different towers yeah. and stuff. That's what you're going to be doing in Mortal Kombat. I'll put money on. It. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah and yeah, on yeah. top of that. Uh, the system with them announcing that system, I'm sure that that's why because that's how you earn all that stuff. Yeah, it is. The other thing that I read about it too is it almost sounds like, or maybe it is. I I, I have to read the article again, but it looks like you can actually instead of having preset moves mm-hmm. in the game with all the combos, you can actually set them however you want. That'd be awesome. So that's that, what I got out of the article I so read. So if you're better it. at one, like if you're not good at let's say quarter, you could just do left, 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 oh, yeah, square yeah. Yeah. if you want to. I like it. Uh, so I, I hope that that's how it's coming out for somebody I like will, me. It's a little bit more. Of I don't want to speculate. Oh, sorry, with like what other characters you would come through. And on Ed Boon's Twitter page, it's half Scorpion, half Batman. I don't know if that's any indication. Huh. Interesting, uh, intriguing. Because I'm also hoping for Michael Myers to finish out. I want. The, I want. Uh, like yeah. I said, Michael Myers, Pennywise would be funny. Pennywise would be great, especially because of this year. Oh, that would be cool. And of uh, course. Of course, Chucky. the llama. Chucky would be good too. Chucky oh, the llama! Like I don't know, llama's a little late to get in there. Maybe for future DLC. Maybe, maybe twelve. Maybe, but I, I, I definitely for sure would like to see Michael Myers just because he's the only major '80s, '70s slash '80s slasher who hasn't been in the game yet. Wait, would you do uh, the T one thousand? Oh, you could do that, too. That would be cool. You could do that, too. Because they, they usually do a mixture of sci-fi and yeah. horror now. And so I would think T-1000 would be cool. I would think the Terminator, period. Any kind of Terminator yeah, would be yeah. cool. Uh, Chucky, I'm, I'm on I, board I, I, with I, that. Pennywise, definitely. Because uh, if they're not doing that already, man, they're missing an opportunity. Missing, especially yeah, with but, It Chapter 2 I, coming I'm, out. I'm, I'm just upset that um, Negan went to. Yeah, that, that, that kind of sucks now. Because that would have been good to see one of them in the game. I don't know if you. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't put any other Walking Dead character in the game. Yeah, there's no. Maybe Michonne. Maybe. I wouldn't, wouldn't even be Michonne. A sword. It, it, no, it'd be it'd be Daryl. 
Are you sure? Because I'm telling you, Michonne would. I, I might rock Michonne more than Daryl. Because man, I could already see it with that sword, man. It'd be like <laughs> it'd be like playing with uh, Robin from Injustice Two. In uh, yeah, you, you, I can see you that. You start hate it. You hate it. You drink your, you drank your hate aid this morning. Yeah, give, give me the turtles of Harley Quinn. Rocking that har- Haterade shoes over there. Yeah, I love Harley <laughs> Quinn and turtles. And I rock the Green Arrow because I'm super good with Green Arrow. Super good. Bring it. I'll beat you with a trust. Oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. I hate Maybe Dark Side. Fight. <laughs> Maybe Dark Side. Dark Side's a bitch to beat. Especially like okay on lower settings he's not, but especially oh, on the yeah. higher settings where he just all he does no, is, is is yeah no. you don't that, need... that's Robin when you get Robin high up all he does oh, is, yeah all he just does that dash across and catches you okay I'm the better news sorry people sorry yeah <laughs> we, we, little 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 straying away there I mean justice you guys were playing it before I came yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's really the only news I have but uh, there was something else normally we kind of go into another segment for these kinds of things but I'm just gonna go right into it today because why not so Rich you kind of usually lead these things but i'm going to do this today it's a little bit different a little bit of a different take on kind of what we did last week with uh the movies and the 2000s and whatnot i i came across something this week on bloody disgusting um once again you know that it's the off season of horror when you're talking every week about leprechaun and the leprechaun (laughs) movies well that's because it comes out it came out but it came out yesterday yeah getting okay ratings to or uh yeah uh, people are saying that it's cheesy but the good cheesy it's fun Cheesy and fun. Um, I'm planning like on it. getting that sometime soon, so I'll we'll have to have a little. Yeah, little let's watch, watch that and have a little review party, review skis. But uh, apparently, there were seven, at least seven uh, movies that were pitched that they actually wanted to go through with, and we nearly got that never happened. Leprechaun goes Hawaiian. Close. The first <laughs> like one, Beetlejuice. The first one is actually Leprechaun in the White House. So apparently, this was originally pitched as the fifth one. He in left the, the hood, went to the White House. Yeah, well, yeah. Like originally, Trump? this was when I believe, uh, from what I read, the timing of it. Bill Clinton was still in office, but um, he was going to go to the White House and Ooh, he was going to find. What if the leprechaun the grew out of his pants? Oh, so good! Oh, they wish they would have made this movie now, because like, oh, you get the intern, she goes under the desk, and then boom, she thinks she's about to service the president, and the leprechaun just comes. You know darn well that would have happened. It would have. So good. Oh, they missed an opportunity. I'm so upset now. What's the next one? Because I can't. Well, second one on the list, uh, and I don't know how this one will work. This was probably my least favorite of all these ideas, but it was actually close to happening, and that was Candyman versus Leprechaun. Tony oh. Todd actually shot this down immediately. But really? this was seriously Why? something that was pitched. Because uh, well, Candyman was much more of a serious I I got it, but the Leprechaun movie. was kind of serious, too. Like, no. I, okay, so by the time... Okay, no, here, listen. By the time... No, no. Go back to watching 1 and 2. And yeah, yes, well, there was always a dark humor to them, but he was serious. Yeah. Like, 1 and 2 were straight horror movies that, yes, he does have a dark humor, but he's supposed to. He's, he's a mythical being who's who is supposed to talk in limerick and stuff for his gold. Like that's like the origins yeah. of the real leprechaun story. So you have to have him be a playful kind of demon. And that's what he is. But come on, go back to the second one where somebody gets their face chopped off by the, the lawnmower. Oh, yeah, they they think happened. it's the girl's boobs and, yeah. and they see girls boobs and they walk into them and it's two lawnmower blades in their face. That was a pretty, that was Dude, one of the better brutal. kills in the whole series. I was going to say, yeah. but like the first two movies got brutal. They got, the first one is did. scary. Yeah. So if you did it from the Leprechaun from the first two movies, then I would say, yeah, it would work out fine. Now, mind you, I they would have had to make it. You darker. go to Leprechaun in the Hood, Leprechaun against <laughs> against Candyman, and we're in trouble. Okay? I'm not even going to go. I agree with Tony Todd on that one. I'm not going to make case. a comparison of Freddy's Dead there. But Yo, yeah, no, just just yeah. <laughs> Actually, we could have had him against Freddy from Freddy's Dead. 
Leprechaun in the Hood that versus Freddy's Dead could have been that would have been that would have that worked. Been a lot but of fun. it wouldn't have worked with Candyman. But the one we need Leprechaun in Mortal Kombat Eleven. The Dang. next one, uh, the next one actually, I think was a real missed opportunity. Uh, Darren Lynn Bousman was actually involved in this one. Uh, it was going to be Leprechaun in the Old West. That could have been a cool movie. Yeah, because yeah, you make, you just make it a prequel. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You just and they kind of touched on that. I think it was yeah. the second one, actually. Well, they kind of touched on... Uh, oh, back in time, yeah. 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 Remember, he comes at, the girl that he comes after was from her... Like, it was like, yeah. was like grand, great, great granddaughter or something, yeah. because they yeah. give you that period piece from way back when. Which was about and, the only cool thing in the yeah. movie, other than the kill that you were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, but I'm just saying, yeah. But yeah, I don't know why they didn't investigate more going backwards with him, because yeah. they can. They could have gone Oh, back. yeah. There was a whole world that they could have oh, touched yeah. on, and that one would have been cool. I would have been all for that. Um, the fourth one on the list was actually a pitch that was made by Warwick Davis himself. This one is... Uh, I laughed so hard when I read this. <laughs> the idea was basically... It was gonna be, you, we were all going to be introduced to the Leprechaun's entire extended family. Oh, that's awesome. It was pitched as basically the Nutty Professor... Yeah. It was the clumps, but oh, the Leprechaun that's family. That's awesome. Oh, that would I be been so cool with that. And he was going to play everybody? Yeah, I believe oh, so. That's a missed that opportunity. Should, that was You'd a missed think? opportunity. That, oh, that, that needs to happen great. when his kid gets 18. Actually, oh, yeah. I think you could get him to do it now because that's not a horror movie. That's a straight comedy. Yeah, that but, is straight comedy. But comedy horror, he said he'd do it after 18. Do it when he Well, I think you could 18. probably get him to do, like, he said just horror not until 18. I bet yeah. you could get him to do a comedy before then. <laughs> There's no way you make that a horror movie. That's just a comedy. That's oh, yeah, comedy. that's straight up comedy. But that would have been gold. Oh, so good. That would have been gold. I, they missed an I'm opportunity. Mad. Uh, fifth one on the list. We're almost to the end here, folks. Uh, Leprechaun versus Wishmaster. Okay, that would have worked. I would have liked that. That would have worked. That would have worked better than Candyman for reasons, because, you know, the genie is also twist your dreams around. The yeah. Leprechaun twists your dreams around. Very so, yeah, similar very, in different ways. Very cerebral for it's both of the guys. It's been a while since I watched Wishmaster. I like, yeah, and for anybody that hasn't seen them, especially the first two films are great. Yeah. yeah oh, I remember the first down, two being yeah. solid. It's just, I, it's been a long After time. After the first two, it kind of goes downhill. Yeah. However, I will say this. I think this new Fantasy Island movie is pretty much kind of stealing the uh, yeah that we talked about last week. This is going to be stealing the thunder from uh, the Wishmaster because that's all that really is. Because yeah. if you watch the Wishmaster movies, basically he lets you make a wish and then he twists your wish. Yeah. So like your wish, I, I you know, your wish could be to make a million dollars, but then it rips out of you and as you die because you know he's an asshole, and that's presumably how that works. So and that to me how the Fantasy Island horror movie that they're they're going to be doing. Sounds like you're going to go to the island and your fantasy instead of being like, oh, it ends happily is going to end well, twisted. Gonna, yeah, yeah, they're going to market it as a horror movie, too. Right, it's right, a missed right. opportunity if they don't do that. Oh, yeah, so yeah. yeah. Open. So basically, you're kind of taking I, a nod from Wishmaster. I, I wonder if it's the fact they couldn't get the rights to Wishmaster and so they get the rights to Could Fantasy be. Island. And I'm just hoping for some creepy little dude who says, da plane, da plane. <laughs> I'm just saying. Warwick Davis. Yeah, Warwick Davis, he but could. but creep, but he's yeah, he's got to be all creeped yeah, out. So right. he can't he can't be like in the normal tux. He's got to be got creepy. You. I got you. I'm fine. Depain, I want I want work for Warwick Davis. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sixth one on the list. You guys are probably gonna fight me on this. I would I would have loved to have seen uh, was Leprechaun Origins two. Nobody liked Leprechaun Swaddle. Origins. You know, here's <laughs> the thing with that movie. If it had been called anything other than Leprechaun Origins, I thought it was actually a pretty decent little creature feature. I, I don't mind it. I, I never watched it, so I, no. Listen, yeah, big I shout out to our, our to our boy Hornswoggle, three FNW style. Always oh, was he. Hornswoggle was the Leprechaun nice, in that nice. movie. Yeah, so Except I would have never been really it. see him. But, I love, and you'd never know it was him. I love the fact that he gets paychecks for that. 
So yeah, why yeah. not bring no. him back for a second one, man? I love Hornswoggle. I listen to him on a podcast all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last one, technically, <laughs> so so Warwick Davis was going to be in it. He was going to be playing a leprechaun, a but leprechaun? he wasn't. But he wasn't going to be the leprechaun. It was called Vampricon, and basically he was going to be a vampire leprechaun. And presumably this was going to be made for sci-fi, correct? I have no this idea. Probably before sci-fi. Because this, this is a made-for-sci-fi. If I've ever heard one, yeah. Yeah. Eight, two, one, two, Projection Studios will be making Vapricon. <laughs> Coming summer of 2021. I hope, I hope the guys who make Lamageddon make Vapricon. Vapricon. And they can make Vapricon-ageddon and mix it with the llama. <laughs> Like that sounds like that's right up the alley. So Part I don't three, know. the revenge. I don't know if I'd want to see that movie. <laughs> I don't know either. I, I don't know if that's a good. All, one. all this talk about Leprechaun makes me want to go and never win or get the companion Leprechaun and name him Warwick Davis now. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so that's the list. Uh, I'd love to know what you guys think of any of those seven movies, or if there was any other Leprechaun movie that wasn't on there that you would have liked to have seen. Hit us up on Facebook. Like us. Also follow us on Twitter or on Instagram at HorrorZone607. And, of course, join in the conversation with the hashtag HZ607. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Horror Zone 607. Last week we did a segment uh, talking about one of our favorite Christmas horror movies. And this week we promised you we were going to be doing another one. It's one of Rich's favorites. It's Krampus. It is. It is actually one of my favorite uh, Christmas horror movies. It's good. <laughs> the first Krampus is. The one that you have to pay for on Amazon. Yes, the one with Tony Collette. Yes, yes. Not the not the sequels that you don't have to pay for that they started churning out right away. Uh, yes, so if you guys want to find Krampus, unfortunately, it is not on Netflix or Hulu for free. It is not even on Amazon Prime for free. You have to pay for it on Amazon. If pretty you sure you can get it pretty cheap now. And yeah, it is it's cheap. Worth it. it is cheap, but it is a good movie. Uh I like the fact that uh, they made the demon. Uh, like the Krampus story is like a demon story, anyways. Uh, in some countries, they celebrate, like they celebrate Krampus, yeah. or celebrate keeping him away. I should say. Uh, I've always thought that the Krampus movie kind of reminds me of Trick or Treat a little bit. Yeah, because if you violate the rules of Christmas, pretty much Krampus is coming. Well, same director, well, wasn't same, it? Same, yeah, same director. Dir- it is yeah, the same okay. director. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Like, I, that's why I've always thought that it was really close to Trick or Treat because it really is kind of like that. You know, Trick or Treat, you violate the rules of Halloween. Yeah, your Sam's coming. If you violate the rules of Christmas, Krampus, Krampus is coming. Is coming. Uh, I love the twist ending. Yeah, 
Yeah, I kind of didn't see that one coming, and I should have. That uh, was great. Before we get to the twist ending, we should probably go through some of the stuff. Body count's good. Uh, I like the body count in the movie. I thought it was decent. I, they came up with some interesting ways to kill people. Yeah, they did. And some interesting creatures. Interesting creatures, and that's why it kind of reminds me of Gremlins in a way. Uh-huh. And I actually was kind of late to the party on this one. It was. Uh, it had come out the previous Christmas, and every year, I've mentioned this on here before, Luke and Rafe and I and a bunch of other people usually have uh, in October an all-day horror movie marathon. And that was one of the movies that was picked. I think that Rafe actually was the one that picked it. So that was the first time I had seen it. And at first I was like, you know, I have no interest in this. I didn't want to see it then. I don't want to see it now. And I loved it. And uh, just the creatures that are in the movie really reminded me of after the Mogwais get turned into gremlins. Just the mischievous things that basically gingerbread cookies are running around doing (laughs) and decorations and everything else. The Jack in the Box. The Jack in the Box. That thing was incredible. Elves. Yeah, like I said, there's there's some really creative stuff going on. The teddy there really bear. is. In, in one like of the it. comments, I still remember Rafe saying when we were watching it was, if this movie came out in 1984, this movie would be an all-time classic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The only victim it was is it came out in the 2010s. Yeah. Because if it would have been in the golden age, well, do you want to call it? I think it would be golden age Golden age, sure. Golden age of horror, which is like the 70s into the 80s, like probably like mid-70s to the mid to late 80s would be like the golden age of horror. If it would have been in that generation, oh, man, yeah. It definitely stands up against other movies that were similar to it in those time periods. And then the twist ending that uh, you're in a snow globe. Everything's on the shelf. On the shelf of Krampus. Yeah, when they all thought they were dead. (laughs) The Men Men in Black ending. If it really was, it was it was the Men in Black ending, and I loved it though. Like like don't take that as like oh it's a slight that they oh they just copied the Men in Black. No, it was a cool take on the Men in Black. It really was. I liked it. I dug it, and I I thought that that was a a really good cool like you know so. I always like the movies that add something at the end that you're like, ah, I didn't see that coming. And horror movies are usually famous for putting that jump moment at the end. And this wasn't a jump moment. This was right. just like a, oh, a revelation moment. And there's only a few movies that do the revelation moment. And this was just as good as those. Because uh, another movie that we talk about heavily that one day we'll get into you. We just keep teasing you about it because there's, there's big plans for it to be April Fool's Day. It also has one of those revelation moments at the end that's not like, Oh, and that's what makes that great. So right. I love any movie that has the revelation moment at the end. I feel like in the horror genre, usually goes on to be very uh, fundamental to that and is great and groundbreaking, if you will. Uh, the other one, if you count it as a horror movie, would be like The Sixth Sense. Okay. Because The Sixth Sense has that kind of, at the end, like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like that, you didn't see that coming at all. Like, oh, I hmm. Well, you do, and you go back. There is nobody ever... Who has watched that movie the first time without knowing anything that knew that, that Bruce Willis was a ghost the whole time? Nobody. But after you've watched it and you know the twist and you go back and watch it, you're like, damn, why didn't I see that? Yeah. Because it's, it's actually really clever. Clever it girl. It really was. All the little things that M. Night Shyamalan did in that. I know. And then what happened amazing. to him? What <laughs> happened to him with the happening and you the know, village? The worst part about that is he signs. started his, his major motion picture career with the best, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, if only that was like... Like I the mean, eighth one that he did. Because I was going to say he did, he did, he did that. He did, and then he did uh, Unbreakable, which is great. Obviously, yeah, he's now spurned off the split and now coming up glass. Uh, so you know that was always good. But then after that, man, I feel like he had to be like, oh man, I got to put a twist in everything, and then the twist just got bad, yeah, real bad. But uh, going back to Krampus, though, I I dug it. Like I liked the practical effects in it because uh, there was a lot of practical. There was also a lot of CGI, but they, I liked the way they mixed them in together, and it created a, a nice little world. 
And uh, so big kudos to the people in charge of that, especially the production team. Right. Because they put on some stuff. They did. And, you know, to go a little bit further with the movie, too, the comedy in it. Oh, yeah. The movie was hilarious. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious. David Koechner, who kind of drives me nuts a little bit, he was great. Yeah. Oh, he, oh, he was. Good. He might have been my favorite character in the whole movie. Yeah. Actually, you're right. He was really good in that movie. I also, I dug that it, at the same time it was super funny. It was also in the right spot serious. Yeah. Like, like not super serious, but it was, like, it scary. moments. Like, it was that moment, like I said before, when I described the perfect horror movie to me. It's like, I like suspense and everything, because you have to have it. But you have to also make the, the viewer relax. And with the comedy in that movie, sometimes you're forgetting you're watching a horror movie, and then something happens, you're like, oh, shit, I'm watching a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you didn't, because you didn't see it coming, because you let your guard down, because you're like, oh, that's so funny what he just said, and then... Yeah. Oh, the the gingerbread people came to life. <laughs> Damn. Oh. The gingerbread comes on the chimney and the chains and the fat kid so goes over and eats it. Oh. And then he just screams at him and the chains just grab the kid. Oh, it's so bad. It really is. But it, I mean, so it's bad good. in a good way, though. Like, it's yeah. just like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you have that humorous part and then it leads to the next part. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm still watching a horror movie. I forgot. I forgot. And it hits hard when it does, too. Oh, yeah. So. The scenes with Krampus are, are at times are terrifying, especially oh, yeah. terrifying. Like when Krampus actually is there and he's like stalking people, if you will, yeah. for lack of better word, because he's just menacing. It's not really stalking; it's more of a menacing. Because like they did Krampus good, man. Yeah, they he did. looked like a he looked like a demon from hell, and B he was massive. So like moving around, man, just like menacing, yeah. and like you're building to that, and the people are moving and trying to get away from him and hide and stuff, and you're just like, man, he's gonna find him. <laughs> the whole time you're like, man, he, he's gonna find. Well, him. he didn't. One of his little creatures was going to. Oh yeah, because because on top his of that, elves he's got minions. Yeah, minions. They were his his San, They were like Santa's elves. They, you know what they were missing? Krampus's elves. You know what he was missing? Llama. <laughs> oh, how could they? Oh, how could they forget the llama? Integral to the story of Jesus. <laughs> wow that's a different show for a different day but okay i thought we were talking about the christmas story <laughs> you oh. know what you're right keep going keep going. no we're not gonna we're not gonna keep going i do believe we're gonna keep going with the christmas story though because uh we're gonna do that in the next segment mike wanted to do a double review yeah i almost i know that you wanted to do krampus and during the week i was like you know i liked it i've only seen it once and then kind of seen like different scenes here and there from it so i've only actually seen krampus all the way through once um so i almost got a hold of you during the week and decided let's do something else but i figured you know what there's not a lot of news let's, let's just do, do another both. one we'll do two we'll do both so if you have any thoughts on krampus Go ahead and hit us up uh, on our Facebook page, HorrorZone607, on Instagram and Twitter, at HorrorZone607, hashtag HC607. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and Mike is going to give you a real Christmas movie you that he betcha. finds. Not movie, not movie, story. Movie, it's been story, everything. it's been everything. It's been everything. So there's a little uh, teaser for you guys to come back. We'll be right back. Oh, man, now we're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Welcome back to the zone. You're tuned in to Horror Zone 607. And uh, real quick, before we get into this final uh, movie review for the holiday season that you guys trust me, Mike told me it's coming out of left field. I just want to drag you guys on for this one. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's trust me, you're not th- it, you. I don't think anybody's going to guess what this is. But beforehand, I just want to share some big news that we kind of shared over at uh, the other 8122 Productions. Uh, we're all one family. And over the Three Fat Nerds podcast, it was announced that the Three Fat Nerds are going to be the sponsors of Sci-Fi Horror Festival's uh, Media Alley this year. So what that means for Horror Zone 607 and our fans here is that Horror Zone 607 will be in the house because all of 8122 Productions will be there. Woo! So Mike will be there, myself, Ron. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully the llama's there. Hopefully we can, hopefully we can, hopefully we can bring everybody. Hopefully Rafe can come up (laughs) for some time. Hopefully Luke can come up for at least a little, you know, a day. Hopefully it's two days. It's the fourth and fifth of October. I know it's a little far off. But uh, we're all going to be there. We're going to have some fun. We'll probably do some live podcasting. Absolutely. We'll definitely be doing some panels. We'll be definitely doing, getting interviews, and it's awesome. So I want to thank, once again, the promoters and organizers of Sci-Fi and Horror Festival for including us. Uh, like I said before, it's on October 4th and 5th in Oneana, New York, at the Oneana Foothills Performing Arts Center. Uh, and it's going to be awesome. Last year, we had a lot of fun when it was still called authorcon Bear horror Festival. So much fun. And we're glad to be back on the Three Fat Nerds side of thing, but we're also really glad to be back for the Horror Zone 607 thing because you guys might not know this backstory, but Horror Zone 607, this podcast you hear now, was being put into the works right before we did that uh, yeah. AuthorCon because I was actually messaging you from AuthorCon. You were. So by Scaricon, we were in full swing. Yeah. So two weeks later, we were in full swing. So really, like this whole thing came together. Right around the time. I mean, you've been doing the the, the Facebook reviews and website stuff for we a while. We only had one episode, though. But we Our debut had... episode was all we'd done. Yeah, and we did that. And Scaricon. Booyah, here we go. Yeah. And you get to listen to us now. So thank you guys for listening to us. And if you guys would like to support uh, the Sci-Fi Horror Festival, go ahead and like their page on Facebook just by searching Sci-Fi Horror Festival. Uh, you'll definitely see stuff linked to our uh, page from Horror Zone 607 and the Three Fat Nerds. So if you want to find it that way, go ahead. Ahead. We'll keep you in the loop. January 3rd, we are starting to announce the celebrity guests. So Ooh. I can't wait. When that happens, we'll tell you on this show. I can tell you that there's some oh, there's yeah. some big stuff in the works. So it's going to be awesome. And it's a real fun time. It's uh, it's it's definitely worth the, the trip. And it's affordable. So please help uh, us help our sponsors there to, to get that done. So once again, thank you to those guys. Just wanted to kind of let everybody know where we are. Now, Mike... Give them the payoff to the teaser I've been giving. Yeah, thanks, Rich. So here's what you know. I came up with during the week. I'm thinking, okay, the main event's next week. You know, I kind of teased. We're just going to get it out there. Next week, it's going to be Black Christmas, which is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. And what better movie to do on our last show before the Christmas break? Uh, But during the week, I'm thinking... What else can I do? I'm not, you know, I've only seen Krampus one time. Maybe maybe I should do something else. And it came to me. One of the movies that scared me half to death as a child that probably wasn't meant to, but it did. And then my dad told me that it scared him as a child. And other people told me it scares them as a child. That would be the story of A Christmas Carol, the Charles Dickens classic. Oh, yeah. And, uh, of course, that's the story about Scrooge and the three ghosts that come and visit him. Uh, and, and make him a better person. 
but uh, there's so many different adaptations of that you know of the of the book that were made into movies, and uh, kind of wanted to get the panel's thoughts uh, about what are your favorite versions of this movie. My hands down favorite version, and probably the closest to a horror movie you're going to see, is my second favorite Christmas movie of all time, only behind National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and that's Scrooged, which stars Bill Murray. Bill Murray it's from the 1980s. Oh, man, that movie's great. But it is probably the one that represents the Dickens classic in the most horrific way. I mean, it's funny. It's tongue-in-cheek. It's definitely that. But you get to see, like, the depressing sides of his life. You get to see the downs of his life. And then the actual scenes of death, if you will, you know, Christmas future, which is death, is is horrible. Including you being in the... uh, Spoiler alert, I don't know if we really need one for a 30-year-old movie, but... You're you're inside of the casket with him as he's being cremated. Yep. Like that's and you know so it doesn't end with like the normal Dickens he falls and then he lands in bed. No, he like gets burnt and then he wakes up. But you think that you're being cremated because you're POV with him. Yep. It's crazy. That's a good, and I love that movie. But uh, it's, the good good call on the Christmas Carol. It is kind of yeah. It's Ron. A, what's Christmas Carol? Your favorite story. one? I don't know. I've seen like most of them. That's the funny. Yeah, part. I know. So have I. The, the, I don't know if it, the one where the, f- the future has the kids underneath his, he opens up the. Well, they've the, all got that. Right. Well, it's the one with these like wearing all green and it's like open up the road and it's like the kids, zombie kids underneath. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I think yeah. it was an older British version. Yeah. I think that, that's what Well, it, that could also be the 1983 version that had George C. Scott in it. Oh, that could, yeah, yeah, that could yeah, be that, that one. I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head, but that, like, oh, that, that the, kid, the zombie kids underneath them freaked me out. Yeah. Yeah, the, well, <laughs> that, 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 that's the only part that really freaked me out. Uh, really? Out of, out of it. Like, the other parts, I'm just like, well, whatever. <laughs> now, see, my favorite version of it, going back, and this might be the one you're thinking of, uh, was a British production. It starred, It was from 1951, and it starred Alistair Sim as Scrooge. Um, it's in black and white, obviously, because yeah. it's from the 50s. No, that one's a good one. That movie, in my opinion, is one of the greatest movies ever made. It was so well done. Alistair Sim was so good in the role of Scrooge, so believable in the role of Scrooge. But the fact that it was in black and white and had the creepy music, everything yeah, no, about that movie is perfect. That is a five star movie right there. Four oh, I star, like that depending movie. on who you yeah. are. Yeah, no, that, that, that one's that's the classic one. That's the solid one all the way. Of course, all the way. Above, yeah. The other one is the 80, I think the 83. Yeah, uh, those are usually the two that people debate right. the most. And you can never go wrong. I don't with, know that a lot of people the, are really with the Mickey Mouse one. Or that. Yeah. I don't know that a lot of people are going to say that uh, the Patrick Stewart or Kelsey Grammer versions were their favorites, but uh, the, the Patrick Stewart <laughs> uh, one man show, one man play. I never did see there, any he with does that. a one man play on stage. This is amazing of a Christmas Carol. Yes. Oh no, kidding! Is Patrick Stewart's amazing. Is oh, amazing. I, I don't know if you can find it actually on video or anything anymore, but it's like like maybe it's the, on YouTube. It maybe, but maybe. it's like, but it's like it's. Uh, one of those where the video like the camera's way back so you get the whole stage and it's solid and that, he's by himself and he's by himself yeah, that's Patrick epic. Stewart yeah, it's pretty yeah. no the, the, the one man play is worth it the, the his TV version it's okay um, it's you, I, I love me some Patrick Stewart but you might as well watch either the 83 or the black and white one or the 51 where, yeah. where did you guys fall on the uh Animate the real the real animated uh, Jim Carrey one. The Jim Carrey one. Um, I remember going to see that in the theater and didn't really care for it much. I've seen yeah. it several times since then, and it's 
knowing the story as well as I do, it was well done. But it was a little bit too much. It, they relied a little too much on the 3D effects that they had because it did come out in 3D. And he was just kind of floating around and yeah, flying yeah. around a little too much. Um, so, I don't know. It, I, I think no, I of all of the versions that have been out there that have been made over the years, the dozens and dozens of them, I think it's probably one of the better ones that have been made. Yeah. But it doesn't compare with my favorite, in my opinion. The 51 version. Right. No, the 51 version is really good. I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, the Dickens novel itself is kind of out there. Like, when you read it. Cause it's perverted. You got to remember, it was a different time, yeah, man. It like, was, I love but... how they put out these movies now depicting, like, fairy tales and uh, and such. And I mean, it's not, like, you know, Christopher Carroll, to an extent, is kind of a modern fairy tale. But, like, when they put them now and you look at the real fairy tales behind them, or in this case, the real story behind it, it's not like this happy-go-lucky story about a guy. Like, yeah, it ends happy, if you will, but it's not like the journey to get there is horrifying. And just like it's yeah. like fairy tales, you know, like this, the, the yeah. tale of Cinderella isn't a good Tales. All, all, all of them are horrible. I mean, the, right? don't the, in that in the real version of Cinderella, the the, the stepsisters actually cut their feet off to try to fit them yeah. in the shoes yeah. and all sorts oh. of crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah, it's always, that. yeah. The Grim fairy tales are, are horrible. Well, like, Disney certainly didn't make that version. Yeah, yeah we, no, maybe they should. Some, you know what? Sometime in this show, maybe I'll I'll go into like like some of the yeah, Grim fairy tales because so, you want to see real horror. Oh, Peter, Peter Pan. Peter it, Pan. It, yeah. He killed he, the the reason why there's there's only kids is because he kills them or they they go become the pirates. That, that's why they're <laughs> oh, that's, the adults become the pirates. Right? Yeah, because he will kill you if you get with, older. As soon as you get older. Wow. Yeah, and yeah. If, if not, you have to escape yeah. and go to the pirates. So then it gives you the pirates in a whole new light, doesn't yeah. it? It sure does. Pirates aren't all of a sudden the bad guys. No, Peter, <laughs> Peter Pan kills. Uh, that's why he goes. Color me enlightened, dude. That's why he goes search, go yeah, searching for more kids. No kidding. Because he, he's there, everybody's getting older. He's, so here's the question. Is he the moral crusader for having kids and like the kids uprise? Or is he just looking for more victims? Yeah. I can play with you for a little while and then you become my victim. Is he just a serial killer? You got to ask yourself that question. Oh, this would be a great segment in the future. You're no, right. That's what so, I'm saying. That's yeah. why maybe in the future we'll go over. You just opened it. You... By, by picking Christmas Carol, which is kind of the, have opened up some stuff that we're definitely going to have to investigate in the future. Maybe we'll go into some uh, writings that you don't think are horror. Yeah. Because yeah. horror is all around us, yeah. people. It really is. Let really me tell is. you how much what fun. A couple years back, we actually went to Luke and Rafe, our roommates. Mm -hmm. uh, we were at their house one night. Uh, I believe it was a Saturday night. It was Christmas time. And they decided to... This is a follow-up, by the way. This wasn't the first time we did this. It was the second time. But we had a room full of people... Everybody was hammered, and we decided to take turns reading little snippets out of that. We're reading the whole book from start to finish. We actually read A Christmas Carol, and it became very perverted. Very perverted. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, of course, the book. first time we did this was, um, uh, what's the one that was out that uh, Dakota Johnson was in? Dakota the Fanning? Fifty Shades of Black right, or whatever, oh, Fifty yeah, Shades yeah. of Grey, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was the first one we did. Let me oh, tell you, that right. was horrifying in its oh, own yeah. right. <laughs> I, I'm glad I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, I wish I hadn't been. Fifty Shades of Grey could have made a great horror zone 607. No, 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 we won't be doing a reading maybe, of that here. Maybe Magic Mike too. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely horrifying. I had yeah. to see. I had to see Kevin Nash with his shirt off. Oh yeah, yeah. I had to see him in a striped shirt once in The Punisher. It's hey, we talked about that, man. Kevin Nash puts movies over, brother. You gotta see him as Super Shredder and Secret of the Use. Yeah, yeah, yeah we just talked too. about this. Dare I say he's too sweet? Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. All right, so get out there and uh, 
watch A Christmas Carol, watch Scrooge, watch Scrooged, watch any version of it, and let us know what you think that your favorite version of it is. Yeah, absolutely. And most importantly, make sure you watch Black Christmas this week, uh, yes. the original version of Black Christmas. Yeah, don't watch the horrible remake from 2006, because a lot of you that are younger listeners may only know of the 2006 version. Uh, and maybe you liked it, and maybe there'll be something about the original that you don't like, but the original movie is one of the greatest horror movies, and it's the best slasher movie that's ever been made, in my opinion. Watch watch that this week. That's your homework, because next week on the show, we're going to go into our review on that one, and trust me, that one I know we're going to get a lot of mileage out of, because that movie is actually st- stupendous, if you will. Uh, unbelievable. Just so. a perfect horror movie. But uh, for this week, uh, that's our show. Uh, I want to thank Ron for letting us into his studio. I want to thank Rich for all of his wisdom and also for being the llama in Llamageddon. <laughs> That's right. There you can't you can't spell Llamageddon without the llama. You really can't. <laughs> you really can't. And there's no I in team. I, I, thought, but... I thought you were just going to be can't spell And there's llama. also no I in llama. Yeah. yeah no, there's no. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, you can't spell llama without Rich. <laughs> no, I don't know if that works. No, no, we'll figure out a way to do it. It was funny. I think I got maybe I, I don't and in any of that I don't have the uh, any letters in Lamageddon in my name. Uh, we got to do something to change. Except that. for the A. If you say my full name, A. yeah, Richard. No, Richard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I learned that. Then. Oh, and the L's at the end of my last. See, name. We're, we're, getting last name. <laughs> we're getting there. You can find that. There's a lot of lava I give to you. Uh, but yeah no awesome it was a good time of course check us out on the Facebooks once again HorrorZone607 Twitter and Instagram at HorrorZone607 please join our conversation on all of them hashtag HZ607 and yeah thank you guys share the page help us out help us spread this get thing it out man. there and definitely come uh, you grow know, with a, us it's a long time out but yeah grow with us and grow with uh, the sci-fi and horror fest that we'll be at I know it's a long time out and I'm pretty sure it could lead to some things in between so we've got some big announcements still to come that's for true alright guys well thanks so much for listening to Horizon 607 we'll be back next week see ya